So this is the Comic Zone. Yeah, podcast. we finally settled on the podcast being called the Comic Zone. I think that I think that'll work nicely. So have you ever wanted to be a Muppet? Like have a puppet made that looked just like you? Oh, that'd be creepy. You're the Lego guy, right? You love Legos. Yeah. Have you watched Lego Masters? Oh yeah. Okay. I've watched. So you uh, saw the current season where they had the Muppet of uh, yeah. Will Arnett. And he's like all weirded out about it. <laughs> I have to feel like that's how I would be. Like, especially if somebody could kill your voice, right? Or if it could be an alter ego. Mm. Yeah. I, I what, would like I would the do it Muppet way. alter ego, like the Muppets. Um... Anything, anything, anything Jim Hansen as a soft spot is very uh, nostalgic for me. I, I can't, honestly, I've never thought about it i mean that would be kind of cool though i guess i do have, have my like own a Le- lego mini that looks like me ish oh, oh i'm sure you do this, this guy's got a million legos everyone it's kind of ridiculous yeah it is this is why i tell people to stop giving me like statues and shit for christmas because it's like i don't have any room left yeah, yeah. you got plenty of room though I am fortunate enough. You can fit lots of Legos, many more down here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Figure out how to display them and then dust them. Yeah, right? Yeah. Mm. Then they get this like cake and nasty stuff on them. Well, right. Anything does. It's another reason why I don't like having all that stuff. It's like, because inevitably I walk by and then I'm like, I see it and I'm like, okay, it's time to clean all this. And then that takes forever, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of wanted to talk about nostalgia on this episode, right? Yeah. Uh, so kick us off. What do you? What do you? Uh, what do you got? So, I know with like Comic Zone Group, Comic Saturday- Zone Group. <laughs> <laughs> words like amen. Yeah, words hard to say. I'm starting to the, the melt is whisk the melt is whisking out of my ice. Yeah. Okay. Ice has melted in my whiskey. In your wiki. But um You got any more of that? Saturday morning cartoons. What I Ooh. always we, hated about Saturday morning cartoons is when I slept in too much too much and I got Felix and not Garfield. Mm. But what Yeah. Uh yes, I do have more. Let's get that going, huh? We're back with whiskey on ice. Do some AMSR. Is that what this is? No, like that's like those weird videos where they make sounds in the microphone and. Oh just yeah, where people listen to people chew and shit. Yeah, just I just want to say that so I can use that as SEO. <laughs> you know, and then you can even do weirder. Oh, that sounds cool. That ice sounded cool. Ice, 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 ice. Because you see it stopped moving. Nostalgia. So you were talking about Saturday morning cartoons. Thundercats. Oh. See. I'm trying to think, man. It was more... 
Ninja Turtles and um, it wasn't Saturday for me that I was watching cartoons, right? It was um, after, after school. school. So I would fucking rush home every day, like from like sixth grade on, <laughs> well, at least through junior high and shit, to watch Dragon Ball on Toonami. Like, Dragon Ball yeah. Z every day, all the time. That was after my time. And uh, <clears throat> after your time. Yeah, I'm older than you. I'm yeah. an old fart. How old are you? That's not rude. That's rude to mm. ask a lady. <laughs> oh, come on, baby girl. About 43, too. About one, 42. One seven. of them. I'm 37 well, again, again, again. You're not that much older. But 37. After school was probably G.I. Joe. Yeah, we're talking. Okay, you see, so you're talking like 80s. 80s stuff so like transformers for me right mm, it's a big thing for me and then uh what else i i really loved uh you know that spider-man cartoon the amazing mm. spider-man i don't uh, I, I would watch that when i finally got a tv in my room right my kids are fucking like they don't even know like i i was like Seventh grade when I finally got a like booty ass tube TV in my room and I thought I was a shit with some rabbit ears on it. What was the shit back then? Oh fuck! And then I had the VCR and I was killing it. You know what I mean? But then I'd I'd rush home. We had cable and stuff, but I it was way cooler to watch TV in my room, right? So I would hurry home, watch Spider Man. I think they had X Men on there too. Remember the X Men? That was a great show. Yeah, everybody knows that music. Uh, stop. Yeah. But Steve was talking about having a button. Did he tell you about that? Uh, no. Like when you buy a wall book in the store, he'll you get to hit the big old red button, and it would play something like the X Men theme music. No. I thought that was a pretty sweet idea. As long as, along with comics, I collect sounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if there's an interesting sound, I will collect it. I'll record it. You got a little library of sounds of weird ass shit that I'll probably never ever use. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's like useless knowledge, right? And mm-hmm. I don't think any knowledge is necessarily useless. It's just so like there's this you don't thing. have a lot, a lot of opportun- opportunity to use it, but you have it if you need it. Yeah. If you, if you want to know what the streets of Chicago sound like from my pocket, I've got a recording of that. Okay, that's strange. <laughs> no, I was walking around just recording the city sounds, especially from from Wyoming. Just the, the having it, just that sound. That is kind of cool, though. If you have like a, it just captures this, or, or you know, like there's this door that I had this cool sound when it squeaked and clutched closed. So it's like, right, like that would be great for like filmmaking, right, or like even. Do like sound if you wanted to stuff. do like an like a, I used to listen to a lot of speaking of nostalgia, right? I used to listen to like Gunsmoke, um, and Superman, like those old radio shows. So, I I work in radio. That is what I've done my life, and what got me into radio were these old 
the yellow cassettes of vintage radio shows from the twenties. Mm. Um, just that like it's TV, what TV is now, but it was done on the radio. Right. That's and, so awesome. And that's like that soundscape is probably more like what would you call it now is what brought me into production. Exactly. And that's what you're doing. You're collecting sounds for like some shit like that. And that would be great, man. Like, uh, I listen to a lot of audio books as well. Um, just, I super enjoy that medium in general. Like, just the ability to, like, entertain yourself while you're doing something else. So we're coming up on the anniversary of War of the Worlds. Really? The broadcast of Orson Welles. The old school. So, let I me mean, talk about How just, many years? I don't know. Oh, you're gonna bring it up and not even know? No, exactly. Come on with half the information. We need bro. to have like a sound effect of like, oh shit, we got to look something up, or like a fact check. Well, I was thinking on the like way here. I need to cowbell. You know. right. I was thinking on the way here. I need to have something laptop, my tablet, or something to fact check on. Or just like, yeah, look up. Yeah. Am I a complete dipshit? Yeah. Am I just making yes, shit usually, up right now? Usually, like a, yes. a bunch of the shit I was saying when we were reading through the new comics, I'm probably fucking up terribly. Yeah. For the record, if you have to ask yourself, are they making shit up? You, the answer is probably Most just likely. yes. Yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. See, that's the flying opening. by the seat of our pants, people. That should be the open of the show right there. What would we just disclaimer? Say? We cut out disclaimer. We're probably making a lot of this shit up. Mm hmm. I got a dog. Trying. So I hope you like dogs because they're all right up in your face. Oh, yeah. It's fine. What else? Oh, that is Layla. This Nostalgia. is Tank. Nostalgia. Superman is always nostalgic for me just back in the... Because that was one of the earliest heroes I liked. Well, the big, uh, the big Video one Video games. <laughs> Zelda. Oh, Zelda. Yeah. The original Zelda. I'm very dated you by know my age with video games. I'm not. I don't venture very far from my age bracket. Um. See, I play a lot of. Uh, I play a lot of new stuff. Um, I'm playing one right now called Hades. Um, that I'm not gonna get like too crazy into. Um. Because then I'll talk forever, but I play it like almost every night now. <laughs> what about old school games that you were into? Old school games? What, nostalgia games. Oh, fuck. Um, Metroid? We all played, we all played uh, Mario. We all played... Um, so which, what's your favorite Mario? That's tough. Three, I guess. That's the only answer <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I suppose three, yeah, probably. Uh, but there was one on my Game Boy that I played like constantly. It was the... Super Mario Land uh, 2. Like Galaxy. Did you ever play Galaxy? My kids have played it a lot. Um, but then they ended up losing... Or no, Odyssey. I was thinking Odyssey. That's different. Or Galaxies, you're jumping on worlds and everything is going in like... Right, yeah, I know. I remember. Yeah, You I almost need Dramamine. Oh, you need to be tripping balls. No, to... Dramamine, that's like the motion sickness. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dramamine. If you're on a... Um, there was uh, this Captain America and the Avengers game that I played. 
a shitload on my Sega. And I never Sega. did end up I never did end up beating it. Um speaking of old video games, the the Comic Zone. There was a game on Sega, Comic Zone, which is where I got the idea for the name of the group, by the way. Yeah. Um sweet game. Sweet, sweet game. You were telling me it's Super, a fight game or a fight? Uh, yeah. RPG or what is it? It was kind of like, uh, did you ever play Streets of Rage or any of that? No. No? I'm, I'm, so those, sc- those side-scrolling kind of like fight in the streets, kind of just beat up dun- wave. Double like dragon. The ar- yeah. Like the arcade Nice. Uh, old Ninja Turtles type. Um, but these were... Yeah, the, what I would compare it to would be like the old Ninja Turtles, like Turtles in Time or... That arc, old arcade bush, button smasher. Yeah, type. you're hitting two buttons, you got punch and kick or like punch and special or whatever it is and like... Jump kick. It's more... And that's what that Captain America game was, was like the same kind of deal and like... I played it over and over and over trying to beat this game, and I never, still to this day, never did beat uh, the Red Skull at the end, which he was the final boss, of course. Maybe it's designed that you never could. No, you definitely can. Like, I've watched people speedrun it. And I, if I, like, got, if I went in and on my computer, got an emulator and, like, honed in, I'm sure I could beat it now. But for me, it's like I would want to beat it on the cartridge on the Sega. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, timing on that stuff is different. Like, have you ever seen anybody talk about, like, speedrunning Punch-Out? There's this whole thing around, like, you have to do it. On the old system with the controller, right? Like doing it, doing it, not necessarily that, but like, um, I had the power glove talk about, did that thing even work? No, no. That's that's what I was saying. I don't think that thing worked. It was the Wii. It was the idea of what they wanted to do with the Wii. Yeah. But but it was 10 years like before. I'm not sure. 10 years. No, we're talking. Hey, don't. Don't quote, don't question my, my uh, uh, logic here. Yeah, I think it was more, was it 10 years? Yeah, maybe. 20? 20 years, yeah. I'm just throwing numbers out. Don't, yeah, like, I said, like you said, we make a lot of things this. up. We make, well, you probably should. <laughs> I told you we need probably a fact check should. button and a bullshit button. Mm-hmm. So you, so either either one of us. Uh, is that bullshit. what you were going for? Was yeah. the button to go, if it's bullshit, meh. like. Come on, you gotta call you out. And, and then, like uh, Austin Powers drops you into the pit of fire. Mm-hmm. Getting text messages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's R two D two. Sweet. What do you say? Let's go bowling. Mm? Ska ska music is nostalgic for me. Oh God. Yes, I'm a, a, a shameless. Like you're an OAR fan. Uh huh. That band, isn't that what they're called? OAR? I don't know. It was more Operation yeah. Ivy, Let's Go Bowling, Skank and Pickle. <laughs> oh, okay. Moon Ska, Punk Ska. Yeah. I was more into hip hop growing up. Still am. Well, that's what all the bands playing around me. So, like, 
growing up in that age, all the, the music was just right around you. It was five bucks to go see this band that was nobody. And it's like, you know, now it's like, oh, I just saw Beck for $5. Did you? Well, I scalped a ticket and had to get it for like 25 But he, <laughs> Still, the, it's not that It was accident. like when I'm a Loser was like hit. Mm-hmm. And it was this like seedy-ass club in Boulder. Um, hmm. But it was pretty epic. Yeah, I want to get some musical guests on here. That'd be sweet. I think first, I think first, we want to talk to Steve, Mr. Steve Howe, about some comic book grading and just like get him in on the rotation here. I think more just about collection in general and yeah, collecting. And I think he'll just be fun to have on in general. He'd be uh, the we don't even have to talk about just he that. would just be constantly hitting that bullshit button. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's like, talk about fact checking episode. He's like gonna be Bill, on you're it. full of shit. <clears throat> Here's the seven places well, where you're wrong. Actually. <laughs> you know, I used to speaking of nostalgia, Star Wars was always like huge for me. And like you so, said, uh, we inevitably always end up talking about it, but like Oh, you got something to say here. Go ahead. I saw Empire Strikes Back in utero. What, what does that mean? When I was in the womb. Oh. <laughs> in utero. <laughs> you didn't see anything then. No. You didn't. But see, yeah, that's can't. how much it's in great. Like, so I, I'm a sucker for Star Wars. All I have to do. They just have to play that music and play mm. those sound effects. Just stirs and, and the emotions. I, I'm in. I'm in. They, I'm with they you. don't have to do much else than play those sound effects, and I, I don't care. It's, it's it is always like that for me too. It's like when you hit the theater, and like it sucked for me when I went to see the Last Jedi, and. It just didn't hit the same notes as like all the old every time I had gone before. You know what I mean? And I was just like bummed out that I was like, wait, like when is this movie going to end? It's just more of a new school, just (gasps) bombardment. But I get what you're saying. When that that music kicks on, though, dude, it just like stirs emotions in you, right? Like that. And you're just like, okay, <laughs> we're in it. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Always still, always good stuff for me. Like, um, I was like learning about how they make the sound effects or even the visuals. Like when they're teleporting people in Star Trek, that was stirring glitter in water. Really? And then they kind of blended. We're talking like the old, like the. Oh, old school old, Star old Trek. School. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Glitter and water. Oh, weird. In like just a little cup, stirred it up. Interesting. You'll watch it now, and it'll be it'll be ruined forever. Right. Well, that's a. I mean, a lot of sound effects, right, in movies and stuff, especially back in the day. Jurassic Park would be a great example of. <sighs> yeah. How they make the dinosaur sounds. Or back to Star Wars, how they did the pod racing sounds. It was just a bunch of different. Engine sounds, from what I understand, mixed together or reversed, even I think, mm-hmm. in some cases. You can do so much. I've played around with that, stretching it out. 
Yeah, back on to like your sound effects library. I yeah. mean, that's basically what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? What else? So what about movies or TV shows? What's, what reminds you of your youth? And when I think about my childhood and nostalgia for me and like the things that I still love and I like come back to Dragon Ball and just that is got to be the show that inspired me and like made me want to I don't maybe not inspire but it was just like a heavy heavy like I really really could not miss an episode you know what I mean? Like, I had to run home. I had to be there. Um, pass me a little pen and, here. And I've yeah. never seen Dragon Ball Z. My oh my, my God, nephew... Oh, you're going to by the end of this podcast. You'll, you'll force me to, I'm sure. Mm. The other thing I'd want to challenge you to is... You have to, dude. It's so fucking great. And it's like... But you're not a big anime guy. <clears throat> I've never been exposed to it and enough of it. I've seen a few here or there. It it feels yeah. just um it's it, it hits my stay off my lawn. There's just <laughs> it, it, there's this like there is this like foreign component where I don't really know or appreciate the storytelling method. Okay. That it, it, okay. I mean I remember, I think it was uh, Ninja Scrolls, the movie I think I've seen, and I've seen some of the... uh, That's like, dude, that's going back, bro. Talk about nostalgia. Ninja Scrolls? That movie was pretty badass. That movie's the shit. And, like, beautiful. Like, I mean, hand-drawn, every panel, right? And it's gorgeous. And just, like, a sweet fucking story. That's, like, going back to, like, when anime started to roll into the U.S., right? You had Akira and that and, like, and that's when we slowly started being spoon-fed a little bit of anime, so. Time Bandits. Did you ever see Time Bandits, the movie? That sounds familiar. I don't think I've... uh... What are we talking about here? It's an old nostalgic movie. No, I don't think so. So would these guys go and steal shit throughout time? Yeah. It's, it's that sounds like, kind of fucking cool. It's a pirate ship of midgets. <laughs> <laughs> you almost spat out your drink. Bro, you fucking... I'm sold already. <laughs> You like, can't say midgets, by the way. It's little people. Little people. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a son of a bitch. We can't fucking say that. How dare you? But it's it's like Monty Python esque. That's awesome. And oh, fucking speaking of yeah, go ahead. But we got to talk about Holy Grail <laughs> when we're talking nostalgia, right? You must bring me a shrubbery. Yeah, great. You know, you know what a shrubbery is? Yeah, it's like a garden. Prostitute. It's a, it's a British slang term for a hooker. But he was talking he about... He must bring us a shrubbery. He wasn't talking about hookers. He wanted, he wanted them to bring him a hooker. No. And then they brought him in a shrub of garden. Th- and that, that is the joke. Okay. I I thought it was just... So, so this fucking Yankees not getting the British Yeah, humor. I guess. Fucking... But just knowing... <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. I... Yeah, 
Interesting. Is that really the joke? Is like that's what they were going I, I, for? I believe so. Don't don't. You believe don't so? Don't quote me, boy. Is this more of that shit? <laughs> okay. It's more of this Cliff Claiborne kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. You're just making shit up again. Pretty much. This is from his point of view. Mm-hmm. POV. Yeah. I'll go with it though. It sounds good. Yep. I mean, it sounds better than them just wanting a garden. <laughs> They're like, that's what like, we want. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it forever. But. <laughs> I've watched it pretty, uh, probably about a year ago. I try to watch it at least once a year. It's like uh, Lord of the Rings, like Rite of Passage type thing. You have to watch it. If you call yourself a nerd and you haven't seen Holy Grail or Lord of the Rings, then just stop. Have you ever read Lord of the Rings? Absolutely. Many times. And The Hobbit. If Hobbit was good to read. I don't know if I enjoyed Lord of the Rings at all. Why? Because just the way the language is just... It was so old. This is this guy. It is son old. of this guy. Son of that. Who, and there's just so much of retelling of the same story that I didn't... It didn't have that forward progression that I really want. That's crazy um, talk. That's crazy talk. Even the same way I feel that way about like old comics versus new comics. I oh, like yeah. like the old comics can be kind of slow, but newer ones are oh, yeah. that that I tried, that forward I, progression. I tried to go back and read some of those old X Men, like from number one, and I got to like issue four, maybe, and I was like struggling. And it's just because, like, the time change. It's like jeepers, you know? <laughs> like, come on. Or, it's or, hard to read. Or the editor. Wolverine is using his antimantium. Oh, claws, yeah. Explaining it. Explaining everything. Mm-hmm. Or Spider-Man. That's... He is using, wet, you know, superhuman strength to mm. climb on walls because he has little, you know. But that was necessary. It was at the time. At the time, it was necessary. But, like, yeah, now it's like, all right, what are we doing? It's like, like, yes, I know Spider-Man climbs on walls. Well, yeah, we know that now. Yeah. It's common knowledge that... that They do that a lot in anime, so I think that would drive you nuts. So, if you look at film, uh, going back to Orson Welles, who also wore the worlds, Citizen Kane... So he he was I've heard of this. So he was revolutionary means. because what they did with film was they started by showing a picture of an outs the outside of a building, zoomed in, zoomed through the front door, down the hall, past the kitchen. I'm making shit up. But still would <laughs> progress through the house to the guy kind of sitting on the chair. But right now, with modern film, we show a picture of the outside, we cut to the guy in the chair. We've taught ourselves how to learn this. There's this language of film. Oh, right. Through visual storytelling. Yeah. Right. And so, that's what you were talking about with like, I don't know. Did we have that on the cast here? We were talking about, um, yeah, with Ma. Yeah. How you were saying they could have filled in that space. Like instead of explaining mothers, in one paragraph. And those mothers of madness. Okay. Okay. Mom. Mothers of Madness. Ma'am. Emily Clark. You need to lay off the whiskey. You're losing it. 
Who's in what? <laughs> Your mind. I, I never had it. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Anyway, the whole, uh, what was I saying? You made me lose track of what I was saying. Squirrel. Yeah. Must not have been that important. So, by the way, your whiskey is really good. Look, what is this? Noble Oak. Double Oak Bourbon. Hmm. And we've, we've finished the bottle, have we? Yeah. It's a nice bottle. There wasn't much left to finish. Hmm. Well, it's good. I like it. Nice and smooth. What else are you nostalgic for? Oh... Uh, you know, all kinds of things. That's what I run on. It's nostalgia. It makes me okay. Makes me happy. Was it really as good as it was back in the day? Is there you the know, illusion? I've had this, that's a great question. You know what I mean. And I've had this conversation before. Is like, is stuff really awesome, or is it just awesome because it was awesome to you when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, was that game really fun? Mm-hmm. Was or it was a- it really a good game, or was it just cool because you think it was... Like, GoldenEye is a great example. You'll run into, like, you know, 007, GoldenEye. And that game was fucking terrible in comparison to, like, first-person shooters now, right? But you'll still see those guys in, like, comments on, like, a... On a thread, going, oh, this is the greatest first-person shooter ever made. No. Doom. <clears throat> okay. If you want to talk, uh, if you want to say, hey. It, 3D. And its influence on the genre, yeah, for sure. Definitely one of the best games ever made, but it does not. Like, in con- like you look at how the controls were, right? It's like it's. You had to control your crosshairs and the camera. Like, it wasn't like crosshairs are in the middle and you're just turning. You were controlling the crosshairs all over the screen and turning your dude. So, like, the controls. See, that's when were I lost tra- it as a gamer. Yeah, them controls were trash. Like, to say that that game. Like, like you'll see guys going. Oh well, this game, uh, GoldenEye is like uh, new. New shooters don't hold a candle to it, and it's like, come on, man! It's like, come on! We've polished things to where it's clearly better now. But it's not to like say that GoldenEye wasn't influential and like instrumental and to, to where we are now. It's just to to say that it's better than any game that exists today is just ridiculous, right? Like, clearly, yeah. first-person shooters now are, like, better than that. Like, but, like, a remake of that now? With, like, modern controls? Now we're going somewhere. Remaster it, make it look pretty? I'd play the fuck out of that. See, that's why I like Mario 3. It still holds up. Right, you don't need to remaster it. It's perfect it the way it is. It is what it is. That's how I feel about... uh we mentioned Zelda, right? Mm-hmm. And like Ocarina of Time is obviously one of the greatest games of all time. Like I what di- system? I 
What system did that come out on? 64. Is it a 64? Yeah, it was another 64 game. See, that's, that's the system I totally skipped over. I didn't have one. My buddy had one. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think we played some Ocarina of Time back then. But I didn't really get into Zelda, like heavy, until probably like five years ago. See, I was 8-bit from the get-go, from Zelda 1 uh, well, and the, the, to Zelda The, the hard time I have with that one and, like, the first few is, like, stories lacking. Especially in one, like, you get zero. Well, because they didn't really have the data to do so. Yeah, you couldn't do it. And I don't think they really... You thought know, that that would matter. So... So as an old fart, you know, it's like when people give shit like to millennials or whatever, which is bullshit in itself. But anyways, <laughs> you know, it's 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 like the progression of time. Like for for like me back in the day, old school meant something. You had to wait till the next release. Like mm-hmm. right now, everything is now, 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 now. It's like you want something, search for it, find it, ship it to you. you you've got it. it, Amazon in your thing, YouTube, you've got it watched right there. You can binge a whole season and a night exactly so like back in the day for me it's like you gotta wait for that next one which is almost why i like like how uh disney is releasing newer episodes one week at a time or whatever so i you, like that too so you gotta you're you gotta, forced you to gotta wait stop reminds or, you reminds you of back in like you're saying back in the day when you had to wait till next week mm-hmm. and you're like fuck yeah but that makes it better because then you're like fuck i get them fucking wait and like we're so we're so fucking uh no 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 no, no. that we're like oh, fuck, i, I want to watch the whole season like and that's cool that is like no doubt that is awesome to be able to sit there and especially when your season's behind and like i like to do that mm-hmm. is like wait until i have a few seasons and then i can by the time if i time it right I can watch a few seasons and like the new season will be coming right after that or pretty soon after that. Mm -hmm. But with my entertainment in general, I am still on that wavelength of wait a week or wait a month or because a lot of the things that I read, like, oh, especially the novels that I read, um, you're waiting years Mm -hmm. in between. And I'm on three or four uh, series that are ongoing that we're waiting uh, years in between on books. So I don't have trouble with that. It's like, yeah, you got to go back and remind yourself what happened. But that's kind of the fun in it, right? Is like rediscovering. It's like you almost forget and then you go, oh, yeah, this is the shit. When the new when the new thing comes out, you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. This is fucking awesome, and with that the, rediscovery is is awesome to me. I have a hard time with that with some comic books lately. Mm. I'll have to yeah go back. It, we were talking about yeah. that last episode, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like it'd be almost nice if you got like a previously yeah previously on yeah Spider Man the, the, the amazing Spider-Man. I think uh, when it comes to comics, it's like they're worried about like. Um, how many pages, right, you're printing? Previously on America. On so, and like how many pages would you dedicate to that? One? Two? Half. 
Half a page? No. No, I think you could do it. Just one page front and back. You could do like a half a page. It just straight up copy text. You could do it no, in two paragraphs. Need, no, you got to use... 250 words. You got to have panels. No, they words. do They yeah, do do could. that. They do do that. Though. On some of them. Some of them. There is some of that. But, but it, it it's it's pretty generic. It's. I don't ever read that shit. You usually skip over, yeah. I do. But if I, you're jumping into time. a series, it, it would be kind of... Yeah. Like the Nick uh, Spencer shit. I almost uh, think like... Did you like, ever read any of the new Amazing Spider-Man? I have some of it. I haven't. I see. I'm kind of weird. It's like it, when a series is ongoing, I will like, and I discover it. Like uh, Immortal Hulk is a good example. Like I have from like number forty up to fifty, and then like the one shots. But I haven't read any of it because I want to get all of it and start from the beginning. But that's one I want to get. Like every issue of instead of graphic novels, yeah. Because the the covers are gorgeous. I was just really disappointed with the last run of Amazing Spider-Man. Why? I heard it was great. No. So and, and that's the one where number fifty had like all the variants, right? Like they kept reprinting because uh, the so, cover was so awesome. Yeah, and picked it up way after that. So it's more in the sinister war. That's where, going on right now, right? It just ended. And the but, whole chameleon thing? Yeah, I just felt like they're just throwing characters at you. It's like, hey, no, so like when I, when somebody's telling a story, I want good conflict. So good conflict is a, you know, a good adversary, but I think they fall into the trap of a good adversary is just pouring more and more and more characters upon the top of it mm. rather than something that's truly challenging and that brings the character to another dimension, to another to another level. So that issue I'm talking about was one fi- uh, issue 55. So this cover. The the webhead or no, no, no. Hold, uh, on. Oh, hold on. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That cover. You you know what cover everybody I'm was, Everybody about. was obsessed it is an awesome cover. I have two of them. I have, everybody uh, says the this the cover is awesome, but the story inside is is pretty weak. Why is um, it well well and here's my thing on that. Okay, so here's like number one of that run. And by the way, we're talking of uh let's see writer is Nick Spencer. Yeah, Nick Spencer. And uh penciler is Ryan Otley. So this is that run. Yeah, I'm not. Um, here I have the um this cover, dude. Yeah, this is a obviously you can't see it, but um, for anybody listening, it's the J. Scott Campbell Midtown Retailer exclusive cover. So this is Midtown um, Comics in New York City. Get a rope. Uh, hmm? pace pace Picane. Your salsa is made in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Get a rope. Commercials uh, make I, me I pretty actually, nostalgic. I used to live in Niagara Falls, um, New York. I visited New York. City? Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. And then went to Manhattan. Yeah. Visited the World Trade Center. Oh, before? Well, oh, wow. 
bought tickets for at Tix, T-I-X. Tix.com. No, it wasn't no dot com is before. Oh, this com. is back in the dizzle, huh? So you had to go to a booth, a ticket booth, and we bought Broadway. I think we bought Christmas Carol on Broadway from at the bottom at the base of the, the New York. The, yeah, because you don't. And we went to the top because we were going to go to uh, the uh, Statue of Liberty, but the ferry workers were on strike, so we went to the top of the World Trade Center. Wow! Instead. I was kind of pissed off at the time because, like, I didn't. It's like a, I don't know, it was top of a stupid building, but now, but now, it's like, now it's like holy shit. But now, in context, yeah, that. now in context, uh, like what happened and mm-hmm. all, it's like you got to be up there before they were gone. Got us. I I remember sitting because they were waiting in line for ticks. I remember sitting kind of in the basin of one of those, the 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 window wells, and just writing. That's gonna I'd be a, I'd like a Batman journal. <laughs> oh wow! I'd Batman, like, like doing a little journal. Yeah, and just and I just remember just sitting there writing and just being there at that specific time. That's got to be crazy to think about, right? Like it is. Think about where you were standing, and that's not there anymore. Yeah, like it's gone. But, yeah. And that's that's nuts. And past, you, the past is gone. It's, yeah, that's crazy, it, yeah. man. Change. Super crazy. And in a roundabout way, we're talking nostalgia, right? Exactly. It's funny how that works out. Hey, cheers. Salud. This is it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Bill. I'm Mike. This is the Comic Zone Podcast. Peace.